0: Hello everyone and welcome to another GameRack to Quick Look. This time looking at the thousand Razer Blade 15 model that we've had through on the show here. You know, I'm, I'm being cynical because there are genuinely nice new additions to the Blade 15 Advanced Model formula, which, you know, makes for a, hopefully a nice laptop that people can invest in. So let's take a brief look at what these new models, which are like the 2022 flagship models for the Blade 15, look like. Now, the thing is, a lot of this stuff is the same. I think, maybe you think differently, but I think the bezel is a bit smaller this year. It's still, I think, a 16 by nine inch display or an aspect ratio display, meaning that you get part of your display chopped off by this chin here, which basically does nothing. And it is overall not very redesigned. I mean, there's some sleekness in the chassis. Basically, it's not as boxy as it has been, but the rubber standoffs are here. The dual fans here at the bottom are here. And maybe you can catch this in the light, but the this material is back, meaning that fingerprints show like we just unpacked this and it's absolutely atrocious. They should definitely go with even offering it like in a frosty white or Just do something different, which doesn't mean that you secrete this machine the moment you unpack it. And this costs thousands upon thousands of dollars. So that's really a damn shame. No, mostly there is a few things with like keyboard layouts. The keyboard is different. But mostly what we're interested in here is obviously internal. So you can get it up to a 12th gen 14 core i9, the 12900H processor this time around. This particular one is the 12800H, which is an i7. But you can go up to an i9, which is obviously great when we're talking about an advanced model. And you can get it up to the new 3080 Ti laptop GPUs, which is also good news for people who want, you know, the best of the best fit into small chassis. And while this isn't a light laptop, this is more in the realm of like a MacBook 16 kind of weight and feel. So it's definitely not, you know, a desktop replacement style laptop. So having an i9-12900H and a 3080 Ti, is definitely not something to bark at. It's really, really cool that Razer are continuously able to fit this into this small of a chassis without sacrificing on heat and noise now apart from that you can get it with different uh a couple of different display options this one right here I think is by far the best one which represents the best compromise so that is a 240 hertz 1440p panel which as we're going to get to is probably the best option but you can also get a 360 hertz uh, full HD panels, or 1080p, or if you're freaking crazy, a 4K 144Hz option, which is obviously way more expensive. Apart from that, we get um, either 16 or 32 gigs of DDR5 memory running at 4,800 megahertz. Awesome. Um, And you get it with one terabyte worth of NVMe M.2 SSD with one slot extra. So you can basically, um, you know, uh, unscrew the bottom panel and then um, add more storage yourself. So what's new apart from just a slight spec bump? Well, as I said, small um, revisions here and there, not, you know, the big redesign that we've been hoping for. But you know, definitely the twelve, the older Lake thirty eighty Ti combo is definitely enticing. Um, but it also comes with a vapor chamber inside, which is something that the advanced models do now. Um, and the the vapor chamber itself, I should stress that. The vapor chamber, for the people who are uninitiated, and I count, still count myself among those, is obviously a vacuum-sealed flat structure inside with a fluid which changes from liquid to gas and then back through, I think, a wick-like material which helps it um convert between these two states to maintain steady cooling um it is generally preferred over regular old heat pipes because it spreads heat better in any direction due to its flatter structure and it is not one direction based one direction no it is it it basically can maintain the this uh uh, heat uh, heat to cold exchange on a flatter structure in both direct in any direction basically more so than a regular heat pipe which is basically only where the exchange is only flowing in one so it is in most circles um preferred and it is more expensive to put in so obviously it belongs in the advanced model so what does that basically mean well in our very limited testing which we've just run now Um, I have some from Kim, but basically we did see 12 Gen, uh, some of the 12 Gen performance cores run at about 100 degrees, ever so slightly. But we did see pretty cool temperatures. Now that that might be due to the vapor chamber, which definitely helps push the CPU in some pretty awesome directions, but it could also just be the hybrid design of the older Lake CPUs where there is performance cores and efficiency cores basically sharing the load and um, working together in order to maximize output while minimizing heat. So again, it's unclear how big of a difference the vapor chamber actually does, but it is a cool solution and definitely the way the market is moving in general. So, When we put this to the test, we generally had really good Cinebench scores. So that is around 1800 single core with around 15,700 in multi-core, which is among the fastest scores that we've ever tested. Um, We also um, got a uh, 19-minute score on the Firefox compile test, which is also among the best for a laptop that we've tested, alongside a 25,000 score in 3 d Mark Firestrike, All really strong scores across the board from the Razer. Now we're going to send it back. Again, we're not going to have this for very long, mostly because we've just taken a look at this machine for so long, for so many times. But it is still cool that Razer finds ways to innovate. And in the tests that we were able to do before we reset it back down, was the 100 to 150 FPS range in the QHD resolution that we got, um, in most AAA titles. Uh, of course, there are titles which bog down, so that would be Metro Exodus, for instance, where you can get around 80 to 85, but 100 to 150, particularly games like Shadow of the Tomb Raider, where we would get 130, 140, really, really cool in QHD. So it does seem to me that 1440p, uh, 240 hertz is the range that would, you were going for because in like less demanding titles, you would definitely be exceeding the t- 240 hertz Um, panel refresh rate with your frame rate. So again, that's something to consider. These are outrageously expensive. They always have been, but it is cool to have this much power at your fingertips without sacrificing style. I would just love for Razer to finally, and I say this every time, and I've said this for years, to, uh, you know, get rid of the chin, use a different material. Um, But apart from that, the Razer Blade is a really cool machine, and um, I can't wait to see it evolve Razer. Thank you so much for watching. See you on the next one.